listening to KMROFM, Kamarocho Radio. It's a Yakuza Replay podcast hosted by me, Jordan, and with me in the booth, as always, we've got Argyle. Hello. Hello. Oh, you sounded, so hesi- you sounded so hesitant there. It's, doing that. it's because I, I said hello once and Discord didn't activate, Ooh. so I had to Ooh. say it again. Ooh. Okay. Discord's covering up. Covering up your audio, I see. I'm being we're censored. Trying to get, we're being censored by the uh, by big tech. By I'm big saying Discord. the things that you can't say on a podcast. We like, on Kamarocha Radio, we're gonna say shit that you've never even thought that someone could say. Wow, like, for I bet example, you never even realized that Yakuza Two is kind of racist. Kind of a racist game. Saijima, pretty big. Whoa, damn! You seeing uh, the size of this guy? He's too big and. Let me say, folks. Let me say, folks. I'm gonna say it. Ready, Majima. He's a bit unhinged. He's kind of, he's kind of a weird guy. Kind of a, kind of an oddball. Uh, we are here this week to talk about Chapter Three of Yakuza Four. Uh, this one's called the this 25 is not Chapter blank. Three. This is Chapter, chapter Seven four, or Chapter Part okay, Two, chap- Chapter Three. Saijima's Chapter Three, aka Chapter God. Seven, the 25 year blank, uh, and uh, and it was good. Saijima is yeah, no, really busted out of prison. He met Kiryu and Haruka. Nothing bad happened, I promise. Um, Nothing and then bad he, he took the money that Kiryu gave him and he's in Kamurocha. But before we begin that, it's our weekly uh, unofficial half-ass segment that we don't have any kind of fanfare or anything for. It's Club Sega. Mm-hmm. Argyle, you been playing anything lately that isn't Yakuza? Um, obviously Final Fantasy XIV, kind of more of the same, but, uh, we're gearing up, we're gearing up, we're gonna be doing the, uh, the Eden Raid soon. Yep. And I'm gonna start doing MSQ to, to make that slow march towards Endwalker. I'm, I'm kind of hoping, I'm kind of hoping to start Endwalker by March. Like, that's, hopefully. Seems like a pretty, uh, seems like a pretty reasonable goal to set for yourself. I mean, yeah, for sure. Uh, just remember that you've got to be you got to be caught up by six point four. Yeah, yeah I know. I've yeah, but I, you know the thing is, yeah, I've got uh, the raids, the alliance raids, the trial oh, series. You got, you got I kind of want to dip into Boja at least a little bit, like just to see what's dip going into on. Dip into Boja man. a little, just to see what's going on. You yeah. got you got tons of content and tons of time, and you got to do mm-hmm. those Shadowbringers roll quests. But I'll tell you, I did you I did Walker, all the roll quests. I've done them. I meant the uh, the patch quests is what I meant to say. Oh. Yeah, well, I and did once, the roll quests. But once quest you once you get and to, I also Walker. did the, uh, I even did the crafter roll quests. So. Hell yeah! Once you hit six you will be it'll be go go go. You yeah, will not and be then, able to stop yourself. And then yeah, like hopefully I can finish Endwalker by the end of March or maybe even April. Oh, for sure. It's being, it's a. I think it took me about a month. I know. Uh, I know Endwalker is a bit more like is is a bit longer than you know your average expansion. It's pretty long, but also like other I said, than that, um. Oh, what were you gonna say? Oh, I was just gonna say uh, the Endwalker comes with the bonus of you, you, you will be en- enraptured yes. by it and mm-hmm. not want to mm-hmm. do anything else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, other than that, I've played a little game called Pizza Tower. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like it. Yeah, Pizza Tower is like a Wario Land inspired game where you play as uh, a, a Pepino Spaghetti, a a pizza chef who is uh trying to kill like an evil pizza at the top of a, a big tower um it's like a, a very chaotic platformer that yeah is inspired by wario land so you've got a lot of like wacky enemies you're basically unkillable uh you um and you get like goofy power-ups like you know you might turn into a cheese man that can he walks very slowly but he can wall jump or you you eat a big hot wing and your mouth is on fire so you can jump and and do what an air dash and uh set off tnt blocks or whatever um it's also kind of i would say a little bit sonic inspired in that you 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 can move very very fast uh and the and the levels are kind of constructed around being able to go fast if you want to um it's it's a lot of fun like a, a very chaotic game like you're really careening around these levels and it's really good at guiding you so like it feels chaotic like you're really just like bouncing off the walls everywhere but you are working your way towards a goal uh in in a way that's satisfying uh it's got like a score system so you're you have 
like a rank system so you get a score and then you you have a sonic style rank at the end of the level so you can get you know d d c b a or even s or oh, i'll play rank. with you some other kind time <laughs> hey mm-hmm. not bad mm-hmm. uh and the soundtrack fucking slams it's it, it's a real bop and it, it fits the tone of the game oh yeah Really, really fun games. $20 on Steam. Check it out. Give us some money. I've been playing Metal Gear Solid. Yes, just before this, like half an just hour ago, this, you finished beat, Metal yeah. Gear Solid 2. I've, uh, I played MGS1 and MGS2 mm-hmm. for the first time all the way through. I, I, I'm mostly blind. I've never really like actually sat yes. down and experienced the plot of these games or learned about the plot of these games. Uh, so it's been really, really fun to like play these classic very influential and important games but also go in with a completely blank slate and go holy shit like what and now i kind of get the hype uh they're really really cool i've 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 really liked playing them i uh and also talking about them and yeah no definitely a game that deserves its uh its reputation yeah yeah it's been a while since i've seen mgs2 um mm-hmm. like in with my own eyes um and yeah of what because you didn't stream the whole thing, but what I was able to catch, uh, it's yeah, it's still really good. And MGS One as well. It. Yeah, um, it's great. Really, really liked it. Um, it only reinforced played, be... it only reinforced me wanting to replay the series myself. You absolutely should. Um, I'm really excited to play three, uh, though I have played it already. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but fun. then you get to you get to go to four, which ooh, which, well, I have no fucking clue what's going on on that one, except that I'm pretty sure MP most people Walker. don't like it that much. Yeah, <laughs> and Peace Walker, and five, Peace which good. I've also played again uh, already, but will be fun. Anyways, enough lollygagging, Argyle. We got to talk about Saijima's adventures in Kamurocho. It's been 25 yeah. years. He's back. He's busted out of prison. And the city is not yet quite crawling with cops, as it will be later. Um, oh. But uh, there are a lot of cops. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's he arrives back in Kamurocho. And his objective, our objective for this week, is f- to find his boss, Sasai, who he has not seen or heard of from in 25 years. And also he knows that the family has uh, been disbanded from the Tokyo clan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he sees Kamarocho for the first time in 25 years, and he doesn't recognize it. It's yeah, just it's completely entirely different. different. I mean, it is basically his version is the Yakuza Zero version, if you think about it. I mean, it's a couple yeah. of years before, but yeah, he mean, went could, he went into jail different. in, what, 1984 or 1983 or something like that? 85. And 85, and Zero takes place in 88, so very different city, um, and very confusing for him. Though, honestly, uh, all things considered... We don't get a sense of his his culture shock as much as I kind of wish we I would. I think I think maybe they stopped themselves from doing that since we already had the Kiryu culture <laughs> shock. Um, yeah. So, but they did it with you know yeah. him coming. We, we do get being, to see that again. Seeing cell phones isn't like mm-hmm. yeah, we, we know cell phones. But then, like in Yakuza, like a dragon, when Ichiban gets out of prison yes. and he sees like a guy vaping. And, well, like, yeah, that's different. Like, yeah. That's a different culture that's shock. That's and, a different world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so let's see what, 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 uh, 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 events of note happen. Um, mainly he's just walking around the city. Like I said earlier, there's lots of cops around, uh, which you can't go near. You kind of ask just like some, some homeless guy, like, do you know anything about the Sasai family? Cause you go to where the offices were, which are kind of right. the, the North area in that alleyway where the mushroom salesman is in zero. Mm hmm. Uh, you talk to him and he's like, I, he, I don't he know, know what he, he has was, heard of like, his family. He has heard right. of the family. It's kind of a miracle that he has because yeah. Saijima is asking about a 25 year old defunct Yakuza family. Yeah, they've not been him. here. He's literally he's not like, asking eh. a Yakuza. He's asking a, a random homeless guy. And yeah, he's like, I've never really uh, been around. But one guy, uh, there's this dude, Toku. He's been in the city longer than anyone. He knows. He's in the he underground knows, mall. Yeah. This and this, this is of kind of city. a culture shock thing where Sajin's like, an underground. underground mall? They've got malls what? underground now? What the hell? You know what a what? mall is, right, Sajin? And he's like, yeah, enjoy it while it lasts. It won't be in the next game or any of the mm-hmm. other games after that. Um, uh, it's, yeah, have we talked about the underground mall yet? Surely we have. I, I'm pretty, uh, yeah, we've mentioned it because you go there in one of Akiyama's, for right. one of his objectives. 
you go to yeah you go to toku and he he's like okay I've, yeah i know about the society family but, but my brain is so tired from my lack so tired. of booze. I need the... alcohol. Please get me Toki some Toki needy to... drinky. Toki needy drinky. Please give him his booze. You gotta loosen those lips with a little bit of brewski, folks. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Am I right? Get him some ice cold Coronas. Uh, the closest, the closest store to here that sells sells booze by the bottle uh, would, of course, be Don Quixote, which is right upstairs. Uh, Do you think so, was there was there Don, I guess that there was Don Quixote in Yakuza Zero, so, so I guess Ajuma yes, has was. probably been inside of it. No, Don he Quixote. hasn't though. It, when you walk really? up to Don Quixote, he has he says that he he's like, "Whoa, this store's Whoa. so big. This is like got such a everything big store. here. They've the deals everything. are so good, and this catchy jingle. The prices are so low. <laughs> you got to bring back Toku his uh, his his booze." Um, you just get him like a a can of like malt premium or whatever, right? The gold and, champagne uh, from Yakuza yeah. Zero. <laughs> Gee, thanks, man. This is the good stuff. Mm, yum yum. Uh, when he goes to drink it, it just cuts to black, so you don't have to. They don't have to animate it. Yeah, they don't have to animate it, and also presumably you could have like a different drink. So it right. They had to, he's like, wow, the liquid physics of this booze are really, really great. Gulp, 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 gulp. Wow. Delicious. Thank you. Toki tells Saijima what he already knew, uh, which is that the Sasai family is not around Yeah, they're anymore. gone. Sorry. And, uh, and to- he asks if he knew where Sa- I love, Saijima is a bit of a meathead, and he's not very smart. <laughs> uh, maybe he's even dumber than Kiryu, because he's like, excuse me, random homeless man, do you happen to know of the whereabouts of one... Patriarch Sasai, who was who was part of like a third rate nobody family of the Tojo clan 25 years ago. Do you happen to know where Sasai is? And he's like, uh, no, not no? at all. Why the fuck would I know? I'm some guy in an if underground If only though, mall. Argyle, if only there was some kind of legendary If only there was like a legendary broker. info dealer, but we don't know anything about that. I love the that, fact yeah. that, uh, it's very amusing to me, by the way. Like, obviously, we're going to get into to Kage, the uh, the florist, uh, soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> I do like that seemingly the florist is unscrupulously written out of the games uh, sometime around Yakuza 5 or 6. Because yeah, I, he I never don't think ever, he's in 5, yeah. He's not, he just never ever comes up after a certain point, presumably because his existence just kind of is a narrative liability. There's just a guy that can tell you what you need to know whenever you need him. Toku has nothing to say, right. And Saichiba's just like, well, I guess I'll go find my old apartment. Yeah, yeah, maybe he'll be Maybe he'll be living there for some reason. Well, you know, hey, just head back to the last place that I know. I know of two places in Kamurocho. This is Sai Family Office and my apartment, so... I'm imagining, uh... I can't... I don't know if we... I, I guess that the apartment that, uh that all the three friends were hanging out in was was uh Saijima's place but i always yeah. think fondly back to kiryu's just absolute dumpster of an apartment <laughs> that he lived in in yakuza zero mm-hmm. but something unexpected happens to Saijima when he uh when he goes up to the roof of his old apartment building which in the is, champion uh, district in the champion district well you know that makes sense it's yeah. it's uh the old-fashioned district of uh but anyway he goes up to the top and uh, our our good pal Kido here. I do is wonder here. is this and, the uh, same building that Akiyama and Lily were on in Chapter Four? Oh, it kind of looks. Maybe. It does kind of look like it. It's, it's like in the same know, spot. I'm pretty sure modeling uh, modeling things is a very hard important rooftop. They, you know, for the and I I don't I don't mean this negatively at all. But our good friends of RGG uh, are are good at cutting corners where they need to to put these yeah. games out uh, pretty quickly. Uh, but yeah, at the top of this building, uh, our good pal Kido is here, and yeah. whereas when he's talking to Akiyama, he's very golly gee willikers. Yeah, uh, he's, he, he's like, he, he seems like he's very, you know, wet around the ears, but this, this yeah. is a very different Kido. This is a very different side of him. He is like six dudes on the ground, dead in They're the They're Shibata family. Yeah, Shibata family dudes. Like, yeah, you really think that a rise right-hand man would be like easy to take down yeah, he's being very menacing he's yeah he's, he's being aggressive and menacing and did we know why the uh do we know why the shibata family goons are hunting down keto did we did, did well did presumably we get this because in... he is a rise right hand man <laughs> right i suppose so 
Uh, yeah, he's being real evil at them. Um, but I also love the second that uh, Saejima comes up to Kyo. The, uh, you know, this this overconfident, like, threatening dude just sees the world's largest, scariest man. He's come like, up oh, to no. Goes, oh, shit. Oh, oh fuck. fuck. No. Hey, I don't want any. Hey, hey, I don't want any trouble. And once again, Saejima is such a meathead here where he's just like, you in the business? What family are you in? Do you know anything about the Sasai family? Oh, you just beat up a bunch of Shibata family? That means we're friends. Right. He's like, I'm with the Tojo clan. Uh, Help me find my boss, little man. He picks him up by his nice jacket. (laughs) Nice jacket. Oh, you're from Japan? (laughs) So am I. We have a lot of guys. Well, you're no friend of Shibata's, so we're gonna work together now to find Sasai. And then he just fucking books it. <laughs> he books it. He, he runs he's, off. So uh, he's like, oh, jeez, he's too big! Oh, no! no. Yeah, yeah, you have, you have a chase battle here. Um, where, okay, I was watching... I don't know if this actually happens happened when I was playing it, but in the, the video I was watching to remind myself of the plot... Uh, Kido's AI kind of freaks out like halfway through, and he like uh-huh. he runs like way faster than he's supposed yeah, to. Yeah, I I think it might just like I don't know because I think that might just be a uh, like a rubber banding issue. Maybe I feel like I remember that happening too. It was just like characters would just book it at the speed of light to mm-hmm. to advance to get away from the, you uh, to get away from you. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, but he like turned around like on the spot, like went backwards back through the. It, it was strange. He, it was is weird. He to just see. starts t posing and he floats off into outer space and he <laughs> he 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 runs into a wall and builds up speed for twenty four hours and he he warps oh, into the alternate Kamarocha. Right. Yeah. <laughs> There's a. That's uh, where Rai is. Yeah, that's where Sasai is hiding, is he's hiding three <laughs> QPUs to the right. Mm-hmm. You have to build up that speed. Uh, you do eventually catch up with uh, with uh, Kido in uh, in Public Park 3. Or, no, you pick him up and you drag him to Public Park 3. Yes, that's more accurate. Right. And uh, this is where Kido begins to, like, start nerding out a little bit over, over Saejima. Yeah, I I, well, they, they, I, yeah. I said last week that Kiryu might not have heard of him because it was swept under the rug, but I, I, I guess that's not the case. I guess not. I yeah, think Kiryu Kido is way younger. I think, well, maybe Kiryu, we just don't see Kiryu have the realization, because he only finds out at the yeah. very end of the chapter. Right. So, I don't know. Uh, it, but yeah, Kido also, finds out uh, Yutaga Saejima. Yeah. And uh, uh, that, that actually, also before he before we get there, uh, we did mention they have a bit of a like off screen conversation about Akiyama. Um, mm-hmm. and we find out that Akiyama is his office is under twenty four, excuse me, twenty four hour poli- police surveillance. Yes, which I think will. Oh, I think that was already brought up, wasn't that it? That was already and, the case. Yeah, yeah, because that was like where the murder two. happened when uh, Arai killed that guy. Uh, but yes, this is when Saejima finds out about, this is the guy who did the hit, he killed 18 Ueno Sewa goons mm-hmm. and the boss, and he fucking freaks out about it. Holy shit, you're a legend. Yeah. Um, and Saejima, you know, Saejima's so, uh, I mean, he's on, lived on death row for 25 years because of this. He doesn't really feel like he's a, a legend, or he also doesn't really feel like he accomplished anything since uh, he Especially since he's boss. found out what happened. Yeah, in the he, aftermath, he did this for the advancement of Sasai, and now the Sasai family is gone, mm-hmm. and Sasai is missing. So, and the Shibata Oops. family is on know, top. Yeah, yeah, they're on top. Uh, we we do. He does tell us that they were competing with the Shibata family, like back in eighty five. Right. Like they were kind of rivals back then. Kido um, is like really overwhelmed. I always like the fact that that uh, the Yakuza main characters, you know, Saejima, Majima, Kiryu, like whenever anyone who's below their their status gets dragged in, it's always like you know the third rate shithole families that mm-hmm. no one cares about. And then whenever like one of these characters comes up, they're like, "Hold on, hold on, wait, 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 I'm I'm a I'm a a level one thug, and you're a level ninety nine Yakuza, Yakuza boss, yeah." yeah. I can't. I'm not. I am not qualified to be in this. I'm just trying to beat, bust some heads for my for my. I, lo- I love that every every game we find out about like five new Tojo clan families that right. exist in Kamurocho. 
Like it's especially funny because every there's game there's a million of these fucking things. Right. Like every game the Tojo clan is at a different level of just like either everyone's dead or they're uh-huh. bouncing back from some the last game where they were everyone died. Like in Lyakaza 2, most of the families in the Tojo clan get taken out, right? Yeah. And then there's a whole power struggle in Yakuza 3 with uh with the different families kind of battling over the scraps trying to trying to uh take power and now the yakuza i guess now in yakuza 4 things have kind of stabilized a bit but yeah every game there's these different families that no one has ever heard of presumably because they don't matter right when we met uh yeah when we, no when we they've, the... they've been bumped up the chain of command because all the people above them were well bumped off I don't even so, remember the the name of the the boss that uh, that Arai was working for, uh, that uh, Akiyama lented money to. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't remember his fucking name. The, the I think it started with a K, these, maybe. Yeah, the business it was a Kanemura. Was that it? Kanemura no. Enterprises. No, that was that's another guy. Uh, whatever maybe it is, it was. it's like it might have been. And the the point being that like. There are so many dime a dozen nobody Yakuza families that probably control like a city block or or whatever. They yeah, don't I think that's they, generous. They, yeah, that's generous. Like they who even knows what these guys do? And and then there's these people like Majima who have one thousand Yakuza goons under their employ and they control a major, major portion of the city. They control like building projects and, and all this shit. And I, I do kinda like that that yeah. That power balance that that Yakuza has in its uh, in the Tojo clan, and maybe yeah, that's kind of why they uh, they get the shit kicked out of them so much. <laughs> Whereas you I know, mean, we see every level of the hierarchy. You know, it's right, right. Yeah, like Majima, and that's he, not even he's, the... he's captain. He's captain of the Tojo clan. He's second in command. Of course, he has a million guys, and he's running the biggest construction project since the Millennium Tower. But uh, right, you know, this is and, a. And the, this is like some subsidiary family of the Shibata family, which is, you know, they're pretty a big. pretty powerful, yeah. But, you know, the, not every family under them is going to be a huge money earner. Right. Same with, like, in, in Judgment, not to, like, jump ahead a couple games, but Judgment has, like, just some rando who gives a shit Yakuza mm-hmm. family is I want to know plot. how many buildings in Kamurocho, like... Are owned by, by the Yakuza? Yeah, by by the end of it, have, like, confirmed Yakuza families, like, stationed in, in them. Like... In them? I want to yeah. just have, like, a map. Like, an interactive interactive map, like, on a website They put it on the it's fucking like, second website. Yeah, where, where every Yakuza family that we've seen over the years, what building they're in. The, uh, the Yakuza, like, encyclopedia that comes mm-hmm. out that just catalogs all the Tojo clan and, and what families exist when. Because, I mean, at some point, I, I swear to God, at some point in one of the games, there was, like, they said they had, like, 10,000 people in them or, or, or like, a couple thousand. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, Kido is going to help Saijima uh, with his cause. Um, and in the meantime, he's going to take Saijima to his hideout. Uh, which is uh, the 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 cool <laughs> like fucking grease lightning auto <laughs> yes, shop in the that basement that we fought that guy with the chainsaw yeah Zakiyama. Uh, he's this he, is a cool before place. he brings us here he does say he knows about a legendary info dealer right uh, so we're gonna yeah, f- he, our our goal this week is to find the floor the legendary yes we well, know where he doesn't he say is. that quite yet but right um. Yeah, so you, uh, you, he brings you to the, the, the yeah the grease lightning office, uh, and he he doesn't really know the guy. He doesn't know how to get in contact with him. He right, just knows that character. there is an info dealer who uses homeless people to gather intel, and you, the player, know who he is, of course. But Kido had. I mean, this is funny though. because I mean, as a reminder, when Kiryu needed to find the florist, it was like it was such a such an ordeal for him. Mm-hmm. But then he got his foot in the door, and then for the rest of the series, if he ever needed the florist, he just had to, like, walk into his office. Well, yeah, because now he's personal friends with the florist. Well, when did, what, did, did, Majima relinqu- did Majima relinquish control over Purgatory in Yakuza 3? Did that, did that happen on screen? I, I genuinely don't remember. Right, because you go back there and it's abandoned. Because Majima was running the place for a while. Uh, who knows? But yeah, uh, you go to the Coliseum in three, and it's like abandoned. He's not. It's abandoned. It's all dusty. The, the florist, florist is such a weird character. Is the florist like in said. three? 
I don't remember. I don't. Does he show up? I he's don't a weird, remember. He's a weird writing character. Once again, I'm glad that he's like not in the series anymore because I don't know. Uh, I will. I will point out that um, as Saijima, you can find the uh, the Doc Brown vr guy and yes he and, is in the uh, same spot as he was in akiyama you can refight so. sato and it sucks saito and it fucking yeah sucks you can fight you can fight akiyama's bosses that he had available to him uh so to get yourself some extra upgrades my first playthrough that's pretty fun my first is like he can just fucking plow through these bosses because of his charge yeah. finishers it's no problem my my first playthrough of this when I found that I was like, oh, this is interesting because I didn't find the VR guy as as uh, Akiyama, but I did yes, find you him. Did. You have to go through that room, right? Well, I didn't do the mini game, is what I'm yeah, saying. But you didn't just, go back. I didn't go back to do the mini game, but I was like, ooh, let me. Oh, this guy again. Let me let me do his mini game. And then it was like, do you want to refight uh, this guy? And I was like, yeah, I guess. And then it was like, no, not the Saito fight again. <laughs> I've just got over the trauma of having to fight him the first time, and now you're gonna make me fight him again. Well, now I you can do like three charged finisher moves. Yeah, in a row, that's so fair. it's it's easier for sure. Well, at mm-hmm. least I know safely in my heart. That we will well and truly be done with fighting Saito for the rest of the game. Ha ha, wink wink. Yeah, we'll never fight him again. We'll never have to fight Saito again, Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, Before we can find uh, Kage, the florist, who... By the way, Kido does not know that he's called that. (laughs) Yeah, nobody... Yeah. Neither does anyone who played Yakuza 1, because they don't call him that in Yakuza 1. Uh, Another random homeless man is like, you look big, I need help right now! Well, okay, yeah, you you walk up the escalator and you're like, hey, a homeless guy, since this guy uses homeless people to gather intel, I'll just try talking to the first homeless guy I see. So he says, hey, you, old man, and the old man's like, hey, you, you're big, come help. You're Uh, big and strong, help, the master, the master. Help, the master, the master, you gotta help the master, he's a famous old man who's been digging a hole in the sewers for decades, you gotta come help him. And like, I guess? I guess. Can you tell me where the florist is? No time! No time! Uh, he, down in the manhole. He takes, you, he takes you down a manhole, which, by the way, this is like Saijima's thing in these two chapters, is that he can... He yeah, can because there are me. cops all over the streets. You need to navigate most of Kamarocho, like, between your objectives by going over the rooftops and through the sewers. Which, once again, we gotta talk about, like, development resource allocation sometimes in this game, of, like, they modeled all these sewers, these unique assets that never appear in the game before, or really, I guess, kind of after. Um, for Saijima to explore for two chapters, there's a lot and of shit also in these sewers. There is there, quite a bit of stuff in the sewers. There's a few things to do in the sewers. There's, there's less yeah, to there's do like, on the rooftops. Yeah, the rooftops are not nothing. Um, there's like a the store sewers, there, and Akiyama's like, move master is there. The, yeah, the, 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 the fucking... There. The guy who's definitely killed. The, the Blackwater like, guy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Blackwater guy. Uh, the Master is being accosted. The Master is like this old man. He's got like a construction helmet on. He's mm. being accosted by some street punks who uh, who are... Hey, that uh, old man. You've been down here digging for so long. We know you must have some buried treasure down here. Uh-huh. Cough up the goods. He's He has not found treasure yet. Also, he's been digging for 25 years. And yes. his tunnel is so big... But so, like, it not it's got such a large diameter and it's such so a short shallow. length. Why did he? Why well, did I he think, dig it? I think we, I think we see more. Like, there, it is actually deeper than what is shown right here. Why did he drive? He dug it big enough that he could drive like a truck through it. Yeah. Why? Well, why to did cover, to, so you know you cover more space so we can see more things. Yeah. This is like a. Have you ever heard Find of hobby tunneling? Have you ever heard of hobby tunneling? Oh yeah. Yeah, the masculine urge to dig a big hole. Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is what this guy is doing. He's just been spending the last 25 years. Oh, I should say, Sajima quickly dispatches these yes, losers. this is not a problem. Bugs. And, uh, in fact, he literally says, <laughs> he literally says, they're doing the same bits over and over again. If I had a 5 yen piece for every time I, I <laughs> saw one of these guys, they never change their tricks. It's always the same, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. This is when the old man explains his deal. His deal is that he has been digging for, yes, 25 years down here in the sewers of Kamarocho, looking for something that his father buried down here after World War II. So, of course, 
this is just right after the war. There wasn't shit above this, but now there's a whole fucking city built over, so it's a lot more difficult to to uh-huh. find this thing than was originally intended. Um, also, as soon as Saijima that... hears that he's been doing this for 25 years, he like stares off into the middle distance, and he's like, 25 years. 25 years. My god. Uh, and he's like, alright, old man. I'll, I'll help you dig your tunnel. I'm big and strong, and look at my muscles. Uh, I actually never beat this uh, this content when I played it the first time. I did it a couple times, but I... You know me with my my complaints about Yakuza Four pacing. I was just like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh wait, I have no more time to do this because the chapter's over and it's playing the intense music." But my guess, uh, my prediction, um, is that it's gonna be like a uh, a a box of keepsakes, and it's gonna be like a postcard and a note that says, "Dear son, I love you very much." Hugs and kisses, dad. I don't remember what it actually is. I'll I'll watch. We'll the, we'll the talk thing. about. We'll figure out it next week. Yeah. Yeah, but this is like this is how you get like your your this is your master for for this. Well, the master, but you get what I'm saying. This is like a, a guy. Who this is the revelation guy. And upgrades. This is your and, Komaki. And let me tell you, the he he teaches you about revelations. Uh, but Saijima is not a tech savvy yes. man. He doesn't he have does a not, camera. He doesn't have a phone. He because the master is like, have you ever heard of revelations? If you see, he, you know, the whole business. If you go around town and you see something that'll give you inspiration to do combat, uh, uh, note it down. And he's like, but I don't have one of these cameras. I don't have a phone. And he's like, here, take this wood carving set, hammer, chisel, yes. and and carve it into a piece of wood. And this is how you. Does Saijima post these on his blog? Is he like? Is he like keeping a record of these on a wall somewhere? Like he hangs them up and he's like, "I saw a guy get kicked in the balls really hard." <laughs> yeah, really so I learned how to kick guys in the balls really there hard like with a, the heel of my boot. There's like a crying girl, and her dad was like, "Oh, don't worry, sweetie, I'll take you to get ice cream." And then she like did a triple backflip suplex on him, broke his neck. Yeah, broke his neck. And I'll carve it into the wood. Anyways, the the uh, very funny the bit. the cutscene where he carves the wood is extremely good, as you might expect from the revelations. It's it's just him just slamming this fucking hammer into the into the wood, and you see wood shavings go everywhere. And just with one final blow, he 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 carves in out himself doing the new heat action that he has learned. <laughs> It's amazing. It's um, very good. Um, so the the master, the way that you learn new things from him is that you help him tunnel. So the the way it is is that like for a a set amount of time, you have to like you have uh, to break rocks. Yeah, you have to break a, a certain amount of rocks like within a time limit, and then like they add new layers to this. So like some there will be boulders rolling down that try to hit you, or there will be goons that are trying to to hit you. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So you just you just have to deal with that while while also breaking the rocks within. The I would point out an additional uh, thing. One of the many uh, interesting things to find in the sewer is uh, a man named what's his name? Ikotaro, I think his name is. Yeah, something um, like that. And he is a guy who I think comically looks a lot like a, a Death Stranding guy because he's got like <laughs> a big backpack on and he's got a pinwheel sticking out of it, which looks a lot like the Odra Deck scanner from Death Stranding. Okay. And he's got a he's got a solar panel on his hat and he's wearing a mask and he's got sunglasses on. And he explains, did you know that Kamurocho throws out over 60 tons of garbage every day? And you got to do your part, Sajima, to keep our beautiful city clean, he says, while living in a sewer. Um and basically down here in the sewer uh they do not take money uh because uh this is the best we've talked about this before of like the homeless society of Kamarocha where they have their own like they have their own secret hidden world yeah. that you just barely get a glimpse of and this is the most we ever get to see it that they have a that, currency uh, it's called they do. It's, it's literally like in the game pathologic uh there are certain points in Pathologic where you realize that money is not as valuable as garbage because you can trade garbage for <laughs> mm-hmm. the like food and shit. You and that's what's going on downstairs. Like you, you, you can collect trash and t- exchange it for eco points with Eco Taro, who and then you can buy you points, items with that. Which I like to imagine that Eco Taro is like some kind of millionaire benefactor who is 
like manipulating the homeless population to cleaning up the streets for him because I don't understand what's why he has so much sway and what where he is buying this tracks trash. But yes, that that is that is a mechanic um, which they kind of bring back for Yakuza Five, cleaning up litter as Kiryu. Yeah, but, but that's that's more just like a side quest that like this is a currency that you can use to exchange for goods and services. Like this is it's just such a strange thing. Once again, you will be playing. I think a Sajima I think forward. it might be a lot a lot of it because like Sajima doesn't get that much money, he, right? Um, and it's he can't. So I don't know if he can really go into many stores. So yeah, because the map is so like cordoned off for Sajima. Yeah, and, so like uh, he, he's so this is just another way for him to get items. Yeah, um, like you can pick up trash as like Akiyama. I don't know if you get eco points for it though. I don't think Akiyama's do. just doing it for the thrill again. It's because mm-hmm. you know, because Akiyama's such a uh, he's such an altruistic man. He just wants to make the city a better place, so he's just mm-hmm. picking up trash for the love of the game. Hell yeah. Um, so Saijima at this point is just, you know, he's he's kind of out of leads. He's just looking for florist uh, and talking to uh, to the various homeless people down in the sewers. Um, and, you know, by by chatting with some of them, he does get some information that we already have known for several games about yeah. the florist. He, he leaves notes on uh, bouquets of flowers, etc., etc. And eventually you'll find out that you can access his his territory through a hidden bathroom right near west, west park, park formerly this leads to a cutscene. they also they is, there is also yeah. they say that there's like a rumor that he moves every time something major happens yeah. every <laughs> um, game he moves somewhere else including somewhere sometimes where he moves out of the game series and into the void mm-hmm. uh this leads into a cutscene that I fucking love and lives in my head rent free. Yes, this is so funny because uh, at first I was I could, I didn't remember this this that this doesn't end up working out. So when you first hear oh you can just go through the back door in West Park, I was like oh really? Right? We know that we know this door. We've been through it many yeah. times. Uh, Saijima arrives at the bathroom, mm-hmm. opens the stall, and there is a guy. No, he doesn't. Look, a- like he goes into the he goes to the stall. The stall is locked. He yeah. fucking wrenches the door Rips. open. There is a man shitting, and yes. he makes the biggest... His mouth becomes larger than I've ever seen a mouth become. Yeah. He is so upset about it. Saijima just walks past him, tries and this the is, door. And this is like... This is a Japanese-style toilet. So the man yeah, is, this is a squat squatting. He is yeah, he's squatting with ground, his pants down. Pants down. Uh, Saijima just walks past him, tries the door. It is locked. And he's just like, He doesn't Sorry. like try to wrench that one open. No. He knows he does want to call it quits. He's just yeah. like sorry, and then he just walks out. He just walks. He doesn't, doesn't even, even close, close the door. The stall. What an asshole! <laughs> so that's our one. Uh, that's our lead. Uh, another cold lead for Saijuma. Mm-hmm. We gotta find. We gotta find the florist. But not all hope is lost because um, around the uh, around the popo near uh, kind of around the back of Millennium Tower, we find a. Like a some kind of public service worker man, yeah, and he reveals a new piece of information a back way into purgatory, yeah, that he discovered by accident, yeah, he was working on a manhole cover in children's park, and he what he was taking a nap down in the manhole <laughs> what a what a thing to do, sleeping on the job comrade. sleeping sleeping in the sewer on Hell the yeah job. brother. Boss yeah, makes a dollar, I fortitude. make a dime. So I sleep in the sewer on company time. Oh, God, that must be off. I don't... His, he goes home to his wife, and she's like, Were you napping in the sewer again? Yeah, no. sorry, honey. Sorry. Uh, and he, he, he woke up, and he because he heard a noise, and he looked down a tunnel, and he saw what he thinks is the florist going down a long tunnel and through a door at the end of it. And he didn't go through the door... Because he was like, did Majima like, did Majima like fill in the subway tunnel with concrete or something? Did he probably did. did the, yeah, yeah. The florist has to to like debase himself by crawling through a manhole to get to his own territory. Mm-hmm. Now, um, you head over to Children's Park. Goons punch. Dead. Co- yeah, they're color gangs, but uh, they yeah, are color just, gangs. Yeah, you punch them, but they're all hanging out together. The color gangs have yeah. have united. Another uh, another part of Kamurocho's storied history that we need in our Yakuza encyclopedia. Yeah, they've been united under the banner of Kazushika Okada. Right. 
jab under under what's it called justice justice uh, yeah. by the power of japanese pro wrestling the mm-hmm. white uh, the white edge the bleeding eye and the other one the blue the the, the blue barracudas mm-hmm. have uh, have been united under okada's banner um you beat them up and you go down into the sewer yes uh and you just arrive in purgatory yep and easy. and saichi was like what the fuck oh well you what? go through the sewers uh, a little bit and then you go yeah. up another ladder and that's when you get into purgatory right what was the thing that the uh there was a thing that the guy uh the construction worker type man says that there's a door too heavy to uh to open oh, but right. we never actually we never actually see the door it was just or do about we? That. It no, just, we don't. It's just never mentioned. It's just like, oh, well, yeah, there, it's a door that only Sajibit can open because he's so big, but we don't ever actually see the door. Maybe he's Whatever. just been like a manhole cover. I don't know. I suppose so. Uh, Sajibit cl- climbs in through Purgatory, and he, he just naturally drifts into the uh, gigantic Ill- ornate palace at the end of it, mm-hmm. where, of course, the florist has been waiting for him. Yeah, he's 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 in his big office with the aquarium and everything. Yeah. Um, and you, you, he, he already knows why you're here. He knows who you are, what you're looking for, and he says and he has the info. It'll be yeah, I've got the info, but it's it'll be ten million. Uh, I almost said gil yen for uh, for it. Ten million uh, gil. And Sajima one gold says, mikoshi, oh. please. Sajima says, ah, oh, I'm not, I'm not in game crafter yet. I don't have ten million gil. Uh, well, you're I... gonna have to do PVP. Yeah, you're, you're gonna have to do PvP. Sorry, um, by which I mean you gotta you gotta do a death, death match in the Coliseum. And he and specifies death match. This will yes. be a fight to the death. You will yes. have to kill a man to show mm-hmm. that you're you're willing to pay the price. And he's like, fine, whatever. Um. The Same rules as we usually yep. get in these. No apply. weapons, no, yeah, items. no weapons, no healing items. So if we have to. Everybody's wondering, you know, what, what, uh, what fun zany combatant is going to be this time? Is it going to be? Uh, is it going to be uh, Gary Killer Holmes? Gary, yep, yeah, Gary Buster Holmes, or or the the cannibal clown who eats all the evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, this time our combatant is what's his name? Ivan Ibrahimovic. Ibrahimovic. Ibrahimovic, yes. Uh, welcome to the 3,632nd Kamarocho Underground Coliseum Tournament. Yeah, that does uh, feel about how many times we've had to do this, yeah. Yes. Saejima, I love the look on his face as he's walking into the ring. He looks exasperated. He's just he does like, not want to be here. Why here? He's done. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the other guy, he's the champion of the Coliseum. The infamous immortal warrior who's gone 100 fights undefeated, Ivan. Um, and Cage uh, match. you you, yeah. you you take care of him in pretty short order with your the florist, charged the florist finisher ex- moves. The florist keeps like looking at Saijima throughout this whole cutscene, like, hmm, "What will you Ooh. do, Saijima? What will you um, do when faced with the prospect of killing another man? You've already yeah. killed eighteen. Does that weigh on your conscience? <laughs> will you Too kill nineteen to, kill again? to do this? Yeah, or have um, you turned into a cold-blooded killer?" Speaking of which, so after you beat Ibrahimovic, uh, the 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 cage ascends. All of the attendees of this fight, uh, many of whom are wearing yakuza pins, by the way, I, I did notice yeah. that they're all like, "Kill, kill, kill him, kill him." Yeah, they actually Ivan literally start. They all start like chanting, like "Kill him, kill him, kill, kill him. him," and kill then somebody him. somebody off screen. Uh, Tosses, tosses him a like a, a European style like long sword. sword. Yeah. yeah, and oh, somebody says you killed eighteen. What's one more? And Saiji was just getting fucking furious. Uh, he unsheaths the sword, walks up to Ibrahimovic, and then he's just like, "Nope," throws it down. And I, I actually really like this scene a lot. This is good. Yeah, this is good. He's just like going off on every single one of these people here. Do you even know what it be, what how it feels to take a life? What's uh what's what's it weighs on your soul forever? I remember the faces of every man I had to kill that day. All every that single shit. night, I I relive all of it. I I 
I have nightmares. I hear the screams. I feel my fists bashing into their faces. I hear the splintering of bone uh, every single night. What's mm-hmm. one more? I, I, You haven't even killed one, so... And he's, like, crying to you. Yes. He's got tears from his eyes. And I I think it's really interesting, by the way, that he says, like, have you ever had to kill a guy? And and the thing I think about a lot is that in these games with the Yakuza specifically, you know, it's so rare that the bosses who are, you know, the kind of people who would be in this high-status purgatory, they never are the ones who kill themselves. They always dispatch their their men to do the killing for them. For Saichima especially, you know... As much as he's loyal to Sasai, he's he is in, he took the fall. He he he's got the death penalty to do a hit on behalf of his boss, this guy yes. who has a higher status for him. They don't ever have to get their hands dirty in this cases. Um, the only exceptions are like you know Kazuma, Kazuma and and uh, and uh, uh, I almost said Shibata. What's his name? Shimano. Like they were hitmen, but but besides that, they're just well, yeah. Like, well, that was before they got their own family, you know, like, right. They, you 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 claw your way up to any kind of position of power, and then you have the ability to make one of your men get your hands dirty for you. And I think Saichima kind of resents that a little bit, um, even though he is still loyal to society. It's yeah. kind of tragic for him that, like, you know, it's a, it's a very exploitative world that he comes from. Um, but yeah, he's not going to kill anybody anymore. And I also, this is something I've always liked about the Yakuza series, is that as much as it is a game that revels in, like, you know, kicking a guy into... Criminal. Yeah, the The honorable criminal, but also, like, you know, smacking a guy over the head with a bicycle and yes. kicking someone's teeth in. It's always taken a hardline stance about there is no killing in these games. You don't kill people. Even if you shoot their helicopter down and explode <laughs> it, like... They don't die. Kiryu is not a murderer. You know, Saijima's Saijima's a murderer, but he he never he never reveled in it. And I I do like that. It's a it's a refreshing. Uh, it's very refreshing for video games to be no, take that. None stance. of them, yeah, none of them relish killing. Like, yeah, the one person protagonist we have who has confirmed killed someone in in the narrative is like, yeah, he Haunted has, by he has to live with it. Yeah. You know. It, it, not only does he have to live it, that he he's been sentenced to die for it, and it haunts him. Um, yeah, he experiences tremendous regret about what he did. There's a whole thing in Yakuza Zero where Kiryu, you know, considers or or momentarily considers killing um, Shibasawa, and 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 he doesn't do it. And it's 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 interesting. It's 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 always death has such a high cost in this series. Uh, when people do die, it's always a big deal. Um, whereas in a lot of other game series, you know, you're you're just left, right, and center killing people. Uh, which yeah. will be very fun when we get to play Yakuza Ishin coming soon because uh, Ryoma <laughs> is shooting and slashing, shooting and slashing people. Yeah. Uh, but you our know, friends, it's a, it's a yeah, different yeah. genre of thing, you know? Right, exactly. It's, it's very interesting, though. And that's something that's yeah. preserved. You know, I think that's something that Nagoshi himself has has gone on the record of saying, you know, he ethically speaking does not ever want to make a game where killing is, is presented as fun or, or, or entertaining. Yeah. And, you know, there's a time and place for it for sure, but this is not, this is not that series. And I mm-hmm. like it. Um, But with that, uh, Saishima basically says, you know, if this is the cost I have to pay for finding my boss, then well, I'm out. I'm not, I'm not paying it. Uh, and that's where the chapter ends. I was kind that's of expecting, it. I was expecting the florist to like, you know, start slow clapping or something. But <laughs> no, he just gives Saijima a look. Well, well, I guess we'll see what happens yeah, we'll see next, what next happens. week where, what, what. Not he, uh, don't what he say next say week. That. Next time. Next episode. Yes. That's. <laughs> well, that's hey, better. this one, this one, it hasn't been like a month since we recorded. We, we, we did yes, a good job has. this time. Shit. I'm going, I'm going to look at when our our last episode was uploaded right now. Just a second. You don't have to own and troll ourselves like this. We put our. I'm only owning and trolling got, you. When we uh, goddamn want to. Okay, it hasn't been that long. Last episode of January twentieth. Yeah, I'm telling you, we did okay. But yeah, well, whether will Saijima find his boss? Uh, the fun thing about the fun thing about this uh, next chapter is that we will get a bespoke, entirely fleshed out mini game for one 
goddamn chapter. One Once again, chapter. I just I like this game. I I have to I have to in my heart make make the constant effort to point out the weird pacing and the weird like way that it throws away content by doing this because man or disincentivizes you from doing it. It by really putting... does. It, you know, with this whole thing yeah. with the revelations, it's like, am I, do I as a player want to go around the map and hunt down revelations and do this digging? I mean, yeah, it's fun. And because it's cool they and need it's to, great... they, they, they ramp down and have, they have to ramp down and ramp up the plot in such right. short order. That, and for you know... Saijima specifically, I mean, we will talk about Saijima in the next game because I think Saijima in the next game is maybe an even more extreme <laughs> case of, of, like content being kind of wasted in a ways. Um, but you know, Saijima spent a chapter in prison. One chapter was like 20 minutes long. So in, in Okinawa, he couldn't explore the city at all. He's in Kamurocha now, but the map is heavily gated off and it's going to be even more heavily gated off next time. And it's just like, do I want to spend all that effort to go and hunt down these, these revelations, these moves that I will be able to use for one chapter one boss fight and then the end of the game yeah right like it's very strange um they're pretty cool heat actions for what it's they like. are cool heat actions uh i mean that's the thing about these games is that every th- very rarely will you find something in the game that is like not interesting or worth doing or yeah. not showcasing a lot of time and effort uh but the question is do i as the player want to spend that time Doing that when there is also a story to unravel, and, wh- and whether the story is is giving me the chance to, you know, want yeah, to do that. Because if you're stuff. playing as the one character, you have you'll usually have a few chapters where it's like things are kind of low stakes right now, right? Like nothing's happening. Like in this, it's like it's chapter three. We've only it's just now three. gotten to the we- hub city. <laughs> And we're one of the major side story for this character. We won't get until the next one, which is his last one. And we don't, we don't, you know, we've talked so many times on this podcast about what the game, the way the game communicates to you, what you should be doing by like, you know, the music and the the tension of the story of like, when Kiryu is like, I've got to find Haruka. She's been kidnapped or whatever. And it plays. Yeah. And then it's like, do you want to go ha- do you want to go uh go bowling? No, you don't. No? No, you want to go find Haruka. That's that's where we're at. And and you know, it, it's frustrating. It is. Uh I mean, I well, game- like a sequence like this is a pretty good one to like do sub stories in. Unfortunately, I forgot to get yeah. a sub story for this week, but like this isn't too like but uh yeah, yeah. next chapter is This chapter is like- very open-ended, but next chapter which which as a reminder, we will talk about next next time has a has its own mini game, has its own extensive mini game, a mini game yeah. that that I, I we will discuss it, and and I I would like to dig into the story because I actually never saw through the end of it for for this very reason of like there is a there is a a urgency to the plot. There are things happening, and, yeah. and I guess it, I guess your ability to enjoy this game uh, and see the content through to completion very much depends on what kind of player you are yeah because like i'm I'm the kind of person who when i see side content it's like well i want to do that as soon as possible right i want to get that i want to do that right now i really i always feel like like i'm kind of bad at pacing things out and actually that kind of works for me in yakuza 4 and yakuza 5 because it's like well i'm presented with a whole new like taxi and racing side story or fucking cabela's most dangerous hunts thing and it's like well i'm gonna do it right now i'm gonna do all of it fuck and i think that i think that yakuza 5 when we get there does a better job at like giving you that time to breathe and giving you that time to to want to explore yeah it is marginally better at like like kind of even though like giving it to you earlier in the part right exactly that's the huge the, thing. The last chapter yeah and that's one of the things that i'm very excited to talk about with side because man oh man i mean I mean, not to. I mean, I'll. I'll just say it. Saijima gets an entire city to explore yes. for a chapter. A chapter. <laughs> it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. But it works a little bit better in this one because you know we know Kamurocho. But if you're the kind of person who, if you're like me, and when the game is trying to tell you that there's something you need to be doing, you do it. Mm-hmm. This is a, always an issue I've had with Elder Scrolls games, like in the more recent ones. Is there's like an urgent 
world-ending threat hanging over <laughs> your head. So it does always feel like there's a bit of a cognitive dissonance when you decide that you're gonna go, uh, you're gonna go do mages guild bullshit for six yeah. hours. I'm going to become the archmages. Uh, That's why Busy. they haul me off. They haul me off into the to the to the jail cell as I yell about Morrowind again. And Morrowind <laughs> literally, there are times in the story where it just tells you to go off and get distracted and do side quests. Mm-hmm. Give me that Yakuza. Give me a point. You know, in, in I think it was in in Yakuza two or three where there's points where Kiryu's just waiting for a phone call, and he's just like, "Give that to me for Sajima. Yeah. Hey, I'll come back." Uh, I'll come back later. Come back by my office. I've got to do stuff. Uh, why don't you go off into the city and, and explore? Yeah. That's what they... But but they, they're going to gate it off behind yeah, the cops. You, you, the whole you've thing. been it's gone for a long time. Just go, like, uh, uh, have, have I wish have they would have done that. I wish they would have just done that. Uh, the game... It's the game's job to communicate. It needs some breathing what, room. Right. The game is here to influence the player and tell the player what to do. And the game is not giving us the the communication of go off and do some sub stories and play the mini games. It's telling us yeah. that we need to find Sasai. We need to go set out on a quest for revenge. It and also, it doesn't help that since the streets are flooded with cops, it's like kind of a pain in the ass to navigate. Right. It's hard to navigate. Like it's a, it's like a puzzle. Like you gotta like figure out like, okay, I gotta, yeah, go, you like, gotta go through this. I gotta go through this go part of the sewer. And, then I have to go yeah. over this part of the roof and then I have to, uh, yeah. And it's like, I don't want to go through all that. I'm just going to go do the story. Exactly. Like, so, We'll talk about it next week, but uh, for now, that is uh, that is our chapter for the for the for this time. Um, next week we will be uh, not next week. Next episode. <laughs> I can't get out of it. It's so hard. Uh, what's our What's the next next uh, chapter called? The it is Oath of Brotherhood. Three. Ooh, I wonder who that's about. No idea. And I believe we'll have a ne- uh, guest on next week. Is that correct? Or next yes, time. I would like to have a, a guest or two on the next episode. Ooh, so eyes look forward to that. Um, well, let's let's wrap it up. Though actually, ooh, we do have some questions, don't we? Oh yeah, um, actually we do. <laughs> if you have, if you want to have a question answered on the show by us, the Big Brain Yakuza geniuses, you can join our Discord server. The link to join is at the bottom of every episode. Um, and we have a couple this week. Uh, let's see. We have the one, uh, well the one from Phaser Phalon is mm-hmm. the like that that's because the one from Dan and we answered on the the last episode the the one from January second oh, yes 1st. yes this one that says as inspired by recent media Kiryu and Haruka versus Joel and Ellie who wins I that don't one? care whoever whoever wins Joel and Ellie Joel yeah Joel and Ellie are killers. They kill with yeah. their guns, don't they? I think that they would probably have a decided advantage. And Haruka's not... I mean, in our version of the events, Kiryu has trained Haruka in combat, but in the game, she's just a, a middle schooler. Yeah. Yeah, they live in different worlds, so Joel and Ellie. Though I guess the question is, do they have the desire to fight one another? No. Here's one from uh, Discord user A. Sicho. Sicho. I never know a how Sicho. to say that. A Sicho. Uh, who says, I'll probably ask this again, but which character from Yakuza 0 to 4 would you spend years in jail with? <laughs> For the sake of the question, all genders are allowed in this yeah, jail. This is a, this is a co-ed prison. Um, and then they say they would uh, hang out with Hana because she's le- leading the gangs and would give us the protection. Hmm. Um, I mean, here's the question. Are we talking about who is giving us the greatest advantage to be friends with in jail or who is our... Who would be the one who would, like, help you pass the time the best? Because, like, I don't want to spend any moment of my life having to be in a room with Kiryu because he's just not a, <laughs> he's just not a talker. Yeah. He's not a I think, I think Ichiban man. would be nice. Yeah, Ichiban Like, for I'm sure, just thinking of the fu- characters that have been to prison at this point. But, yeah. Ichiban for sure because Ichiban, you know, he's friendly, he's positive, he's yeah. got a good attitude about things, he's a yeah, gamer. Yeah, he help, you we know, can bond help over that. We up. have something in common. Yeah, maybe you could come up with like little games for you to play, like oh, to pass man. the time. Yeah, hell yeah, cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to prison right now so I can hang out with Ichiban. <laughs> Wait, he's not real shit. Oh, he's um, not really. No, <laughs> sorry to break fuck. it to you guys, Ichiban's not a real guy. Um, here's one from friend of the show Dan at Big Bigger Challenge. I don't know. I'm telling you what Dan's Twitter is at Bigger Challenges on Twitter though, <laughs> um, or follow him at Xbox underscore Holiday. 
But celebrate um, holidays with Xbox. With, with Usher, yeah, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. He says, if you could make up a guy for the player to fight in the Coliseum, what would their gimmick be? What would their combat style be? What would they use a specific weapon? I have a good idea here. Because okay. we, we, we've had like Muay Thai fighters, uh, killer clown, guy with big balls on his hands. I want to yeah. see Kiryu or Majima fight an honest-to-God armored medieval knight with a sword, with a shield, like a Dark Souls, mm. <laughs> like a fucking Dark Souls guy in the Coliseum. And they'd be like, a warrior displaced from time, weighing in <laughs> at 300 pounds with armor. It's... Sir, whatever of uh, house. It's like a. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about Game of Thrones or like uh, I've been reading Fire and Blood by George R. R. Martin. So it'd be like Sir Kristen Cole. <laughs> what about you? Uh, I want like a, a battle bots guy. Like a, hell a, yes, that is a great idea. Yeah, like he's got a little a little spatula robot that's gonna come and flip you over and knock you <laughs> knock you down. But you have to you, mash triangle to get back up. Yeah, uh, and you can you can you can take out the robot with like stomp attacks. It takes a while. I was gonna say, is he in the ring or is he? He is in the, the ring. Cave? He's in the oh, ring. No. You can grab him and and throw him, but he's very fast. Like he's very good at dodging your attacks. Like he's kind of like Mister Giant hit me. So you know, weighing if, in if, at one hundred and fifteen pounds, soaking wet. It's the bespectable <laughs> the bespectacled robot assist. Halamarek! Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they, they've got different classes of them. So they've got one with buzz saws, one has a gun, and then, yeah, like I said, the classic spatula robot that just... The spatula robot is the real one you If he gets under your feet, that, you just ragdoll. He just tosses you into the into That's the a devastating. Cage. And the real, the real trick is, can the robot self-write? Because if the robot can either flip itself over or... Mm work at either direction you're fucked yeah i i think it can that's a great idea i love that uh those are our questions this week let's wrap it up shall we yeah y'all have been listening to kamarocha radio thank you very much um you can find all of our episodes on noisespace.xyz we have a website yakuzapod.com my uh i lost my debit card so i think that our our that has been <laughs> suspended i'll have to reset that up when i remember to do it um, as I said before, we are hosted by noisebase.xyz. Lots of great podcasts on there. I would recommend, uh, let's see, what, what should I recommend this week? Uh, how about... Uh, Zero to uh, Zero Di- is back from their brief hiatus. Yeah, Zero to Zero is out here talking about Fantastic Four and also Blade. At the um, same time. At the same time. You can listen to Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks, which is about Talk about snacks. snacks. I think um, I haven't actually yeah. listened to that one. You can listen to our guy. You're on Pod of Greed, which is about I sure Yu-Gi-Oh! am. 5Ds. Yes, we just started talking about Yu Gi Oh! 5Ds. It whips ass. It's really motorcycles, good. Vroom, vroom. motorcycles. And you can listen to my other show, Doctor Huh, which is about a randomly selected episode of Doctor Who. Yeah, if that's a thing that you like, or if it's a thing you don't like. Sometimes we don't like it. Sometimes um, the show is stinky. Sometimes the show fucking sucks, but sometimes it's good. Sorry, I'm just laughing because I was clicking through Discord and I saw this beautiful, wonderful post from Climate Action Warrior who says, Arizona and California have reached the end of the line to solve water crisis immediately. Lake Superior, largest freshwater lake in the world, runneth over. Yep. Can't we use existing pipes to rush water to the Colorado yes. River? <laughs> Hashtag yes. acts now, cut meth- methane ASAP. This is like the I drink your milkshake speak speech from uh, There Will Be Blood, except even sillier. What if we build an underground pipeline to suck up Lake Superior? All the way across the country. All the way across the Michigan. Suck up your water. I drink your lake. <laughs> drink it up. Man, people on Twitter are really, really smart. Um, mm. <laughs> do we have any? Oh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at BradifusRex, or I'm on Tumblr at punished breakfast uh follow mm. me if you are not a porn bot please i know i'm i'm beating those guys back with a hammer beating them off I'm beating, beating them off them those off. porn bots <laughs> what about you argyle where can we find you you can find me on twitter at argyle underscore funk that's it that's it uh i might make a i've been kind of like tossing around the idea of like making Co-host. a tumblr for my my glams my final fantasy glams but uh, i mean if i do that i'll, I'll say it um so yeah, that's it. You find us on Fairy. <laughs> Play yes. Final Fantasy XIV, the critically yeah. acclaimed MMORPG. 
Kashmir um, Pashmina, yep. find me out there. Yeah, yeah a little Caprese. Soon to be an Endwalker. Find me. Uh, find me specifically on on Tuesdays and Thursday, Tuesday or Wednesdays and Thursdays from about seven thirty or uh, from six o'clock Pacific to doing P eight S. Basically, the only time I play the game right now. I've been taking a little <laughs> step back back outside from raiding, but anyways. This has been Kamarocha Radio. Thank you for listening. And as always, what do we say at the end of every episode, Argyle? Hey, Jordan. Yeah. What does Kiwami mean? Oh, shit. I got to look it up. Uh, okay. Oh, extreme. Extreme. It means extreme. extreme. I remember. Extreme. Bye. Bye.